up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? We have another episode of Talking Football Gamblers Anonymous, and boy, am I excited. I know there's a lot of things going around on Twitter right now of what's your favorite food, what ones suck, what ones are great on Thanksgiving. One know what? Give me all of them. I like. I'm not gonna have to pick and choose. Like, one know what? I go to the table and I just take what I want. That's what's great, and that sounds really bad for what Thanksgiving actually is. So I wish I didn't word it. I, I wish I didn't word it that way. Now that I do, eat, now that I'm saying this, eat I'll, the way you want to eat, man. Eat, you know that's yeah. a, that, that's you know I've gotten uh, in my age now. I've realized that you know people used to make fun of people like, oh, dude, you're drinking light beer, or oh, you're drinking a Bud Light instead of a Miller Light instead of a Bush Light. Just drink whatever you want. And hey, when oh. it comes to Thanksgiving, eat whatever you want. Eat whatever. We're probably going to be hungover. We got a bunch of bad football games to watch. The least you can do for yourself is get the food you like. Whether exactly. that's pumpkin pie, pecan pie, sweet potato pie, whatever you want. I mean, cream pie, do what you want. I don't care. Just make yourself happy. Make yourself happy. And, you know, why I love Thanksgiving is because, like, it's the greatest DFS day of the year, in my opinion. I love the three-game slate for NFL um, and betting on that for, you know, fantasy-wise. And then just – Do you? This yeah, year? I, Do you? I, no, not this year. I get, the get, the <laughs> games like, are bad. We got we to kick off bad. with Tim Timmy Boyle and Andy Dalton. I don't know yeah. what we did to deserve this, but – Yeah, I, I love it. I'm so here bad. for it. I can't wait. I'm, here I'm for so it. excited. Yeah, I, I mean, we got the Egg Bowl, too, though. Like the egg, bowl, have the back, egg bowl, it's back on Thanksgiving. They took it away for what two years, I think, and I think like, so. now it's back. So and I'm not gonna lie to you. We'll get into it, but that might be my favorite game of Thanksgiving period. College NFL is just oh, the egg, you know just just you know Ole Miss Mississippi State. Yeah, I, I think that that might be the game of the day. One thousand percent is going to be so. Um, so let's just dive into it. So last week. College, we dominated again. Uh, the week before, we went seven and one combined. Um, this week, we went eight and three combined. Um, NFL, we went five and four, so not great in the NFL. Um, you know, still a winning record, so we're still winning money. So we can be down on ourselves because it's not as good of the record, but we still won money. So um, I'm going to take that for what it is. Uh, both yeah. of our parlays went three and two. Um, the only only we one should, of our four we should clarify we should clarify that okay because we lost one of our parlays yeah. from Pittsburgh scoring 27 freaking points in the fourth quarter yep. and the other one in a rain game where i needed literally one touchdown to score in the second half after i got a combined like 46 total in the first half i just needed one more touchdown and i got a field goal and then i missed an extra point that would have got me to push so yeah i'm a little little bitter these parlays can't get any closer people like we are literally right there we I, are i, I was are. so mad last week I, I stayed up to watch that stupid uh yeah anyway the max we're on to next week we're yeah, on to next week we're on to next week i literally went to dinner that night just because like you said they only need we only needed eight points in the second half and so i was like okay we got it. I'm going to go to dinner. And I, I get done with dinner. I look at my phone and I have like six messages from you. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> so bad. And the worst part is like, there's only one game going on. So yeah. it's not like, like, Oh, well I'm losing this game, but I'm winning over here. So it's fine. No, 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 no. This kicks off the week. It's one game. And it, I just, I felt like I got taken advantage of. I did. I did show, show me the doll. This is where Vegas touched me. Okay. I, I was, I felt taken advantage of. Exactly. I love it. Okay. We're going to dive right into this. Um, 
I broke the rules this week. I ended up going six college, four NFL. You followed the rules and went five and five. So good on you here. Let's just start off with, I think, actually the only game that we agreed on this week or the only bet that we both wanted to take. And that is Ohio State at minus eight at Michigan. Um, Right. And uh, this is a game that even before the line came out, I told myself Sunday, if this is less than 14, I'm taking it. If it's less than 14 for Ohio State, I'm taking it. This is a team that absolutely dominates this. Do we, do we call it a rivalry or do we just call no. it a, you know, this is a, hey, Thanksgiving, you know, when you're a little kid, you beat the heck out of your little brother. That's Ohio State, Michigan. It's, they dominate, they own them. Ohio State is so hot right now. CJ Stroud is playing Heisman ball. I think he might be the favorite. Timber Bryce Young is a favorite. It seems to alternate uh, depending who you talk to. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like everything about Ohio State in Michigan. I'm sorry. Yes, you are a good football team this year. I won't take that away from you, but Ohio State is truly better than you in every feasible way, especially on the coaching side, because Jim Harbaugh wears brown pants to a reason on Saturdays. It's because he craps them in big games. Okay, so I I'm not putting any faith in Michigan. Give me Ohio State and I would. If I'm wrong, great, because we get chaos in college football, but I I'm extremely confident about this one. Yeah, I'm so confident. Like you said, fourteen. My number was nineteen. Like that oh, literally damn. was my that literally was my number. And just because, I mean, history is showing. Like Ohio State has their number, and Michigan. You're right. They are a very good football team. I mean, as a Michigan fan, I mean, I know Michigan fans are like, no, we are, you know, top tier. It's different when, this year when you're not. No, but like, no, it's, not. it's it's not. But like, you guys should be happy with this team, even if you lose and you only lose two games. Like, you should generally be happy. Um, so there is that, um, Ohio state, they're just so good, man. They, I watched them. Yeah, kick and the it's, shit all out coming of together. it's all coming together. Like they're only getting better. Um, I even said this, we were watching this game at the tailgate and I was like, okay, even if Oregon beats Utah tonight, when we're at that game, I was like, Ohio state has to be ranked ahead of them. I know Oregon has the head to head, but I'm like, they're just playing so much better. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it is clear as day um, given we don't have to get into it, but I'll get into it. But that didn't happen because the Utes fucking took care of business in the, you, most, as, the best way. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I, I don't know how I forgot those were the uniforms being worn, but as soon as I saw that they were wearing the, uh, the military uniforms, like dude, Utah by a thousand, this is the yeah. easiest bet I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, dude. So that when they had the punt return by Covey to end the half, um, that's the loudest that stadium has ever been. It was insane. I, we were jumping up and down. I was getting choked out by my buddy. Like literally we were so happy. He was just choking me. And I was just like, I don't even fucking, I'll die. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I, 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 this, this is fine. <laughs> like we knew that officially ended the game. Like we were like, we get right. to close the second half. Like that was, I it. mean, and, so, and this is what we love about college football is, you know, we had a situation where the number three team in the country was on the road at Utah. A uh, Utah was either ranked 24 or not ranked, and Utah was a three-point favorite. And anyone would look at that and say, you know, wow, number three team of the country, a three-point dog. Wow, that's that, that's easy money, right? But if you actually look at you know how the teams play, and this is why we have this podcast, Utah was the bet. They were the bet. So yeah, that's so. I mean that's just something that you know. 
you don't get a lot of places because you know normally if you look at number three team in the country as a dog, this is great, easy money. No, no, not at all, not yeah, at all. Totally. Um, there was somebody that put two hundred twenty k on Utes uh, to cover, and they won four hundred fifty this That's weekend. Outstanding. Yeah, I was like, good for you. I love you. I'm happy for you. So, um, okay. Another reason why this weekend is best, not just because of Thanksgiving, like it's the rival week. Um, obviously some rivals are not happening because, you know, they went earlier, just the way things are happening and reorgs are happening in college football, but a lot of them are still here. Um, this one, a little bit more with my heart than my head, but I'm going to take it anyways. Um, Oregon State plus seven at Oregon. Um, I just desperately, desperately want Oregon State to win this game. I want revenge on Oregon State in the Pac-12 championship. So everybody just assumed that Oregon's, you know, easily going to the Pac-12 championship. This is it. It is Oregon State versus Oregon. Whoever wins goes to play the Utes. Oregon obviously wants revenge after they're getting their ass kicked this weekend. Utah wants Oregon State. They won't say it, but they want Oregon State. Like we, I mean, they ruined our season in a sense. Like that was our third loss that really like, kicked us out of everything. Um, and yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, again, I do think Oregon is the better team, but I'm going to take Oregon state at, at plus seven, just because it's also a rival game. So even if Oregon pulls this out, I could see this being a very close game. Um, I think Oregon's defense can slow down Oregon's offense very much. So it really is going to come down to can Oregon's defense cause a couple turnovers in Oregon state, if they're going to actually win this game. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I saw that and, you know, you like to have a couple dogs and on your ticket, uh, Oregon state seven point dog on the road to Oregon. But I just, that, that, this one just scares me. This is one of those games that you just don't feel good about, especially with Oregon coming off a lot, like handedly loss, uh, to Utah. And, uh, you know, Cristobal, the rumors are out there that he could be a Florida candidate, and that stuff's real. So there's a lot of narratives in this game. So I just decided to stay the heck away from it. Uh, where I am going was the game of Thanksgiving. The holiday game of the day was the Egg Bowl, Old Miss and Mississippi State. I am going the over because I like entertainment, even at 61. We've talked about this before. Anytime Old Miss is in a low 60s over under, you just smash it. Just take it. Uh, this is exactly that. These are two teams that we've made quite a bit of money on this year. Uh, you on Mississippi State, me on Ole Miss. So this is like a, uh, hey, podcast matchup of the week here. Uh, I like the over. I Both offenses are really humming right now. Uh, Matt Corral has now dropped down to where he's no longer a Heisman dark horse favorite kind of guy, which is exactly where you want to be to get big games. There's no pressure. Uh, the rumors will always be around Lane Kiffin taking a job. Because that man has loyalty to absolutely no one. And you know what? Hey, dude, I, I get it. Because he's moved up every single time. So oh. I don't think that's going to phase the locker room one bit. So, yeah, I'm taking the over here. I think this is going to be a shootout on Thursday night. USC, and I know he's already been there, but USC should get come home, Lane. Like, if USC was smart, like, Lane's the guy. Like, he really is. Again. I mean, again, again. And that's totally fine. Like, I'm good with people coming back. But, like, now that James Franklin signed his massive deal today, uh, his 10-year deal to stay at Penn State, if I was USC, that's what I would be doing. But, I mean, right. that's just me. And, and I see that, you know, if his goal, which most coaches are, is to win a national championship, are you going to do it at Ole Miss? I mean, maybe. 
Maybe. You know, maybe if you get Arch Manning, maybe. But even yeah. then, you know, just being in the SEC, that'd be an interesting like topic. Is is it easier to win a national championship outside of the SEC just because you don't have to go through Georgia, oh, yeah. Bama, you know, on most years LSU. So if you could be a Pac-12 team and just, you know, run that shit out west or a ACC team like Clemson where you just dominate everybody. Is it an easier path to the national title or or Oklahoma? Look at the big 12. Yeah. I would say, I would say, I mean, this is a great topic that we should do one day. Um, I know it's not betting specific, but it would be interesting, but I think, no, it's not. I mean, it's proven that the PAC 12 is not it because like we just find a way to beat ourselves. Right. right. Um, ACC, because you can get those kids easier the, those Florida and Georgia kids are much easier. So maybe that way, um, big 10, obviously you can, you can get some hella good kids, you know, with that Ohio state shows that, but also all of those teams end up running into that sec team in the playoffs and go, Oh, this is big boy football. Um, right. for the most part, not always. And you know, obviously. the only conference that you can lose granted the sec, you have the toughest schedule. You do yes. because that, that's why it's the SEC. But same time, that's the only conference where if you get two losses, you can still make the playoff. Exactly. Anywhere else, if you have two losses, you're dead. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's there's a lot of give and take. So, I mean, personally, if I'm Lane, I, I'd probably just hold tight at Ole Miss. I think he's building a, a good thing there. They seem to let him do whatever he wants on Twitter and interview-wise and get your popcorn ready, what have you, whatever it might be. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, ultimately Lane is a wild card. That's why we all love him. That is why we all love him. Um, Okay. Next game. Uh, I'm taking Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma is plus four at Oklahoma state. Um, This just feels like the game that Oklahoma state has continued to just win and win and win. When people think that they're not the real deal, it's gotten them all the way to 10 and one. It's gotten them into the top seven in the rankings. Um, Oklahoma is at 10. Oklahoma is not going to like that. They're the third team in the big 12 ranked right now. It's Oklahoma state Baylor and then Oklahoma. They're not going to like that. Um, I think they're going to try to just set the tone early and I think that Oklahoma State is one games from their defense, just being able to slow people down. I think Oklahoma is going to go, this is an offense that you haven't faced. You haven't faced our type of skill weapons. I know we've struggled at times, but they've also gone off at times. Um, and I kind of think I kind of envision that being the case here um, on Saturday. So I'm taking Oklahoma at plus four. Man, they can even lose by a field goal when I win this bet. So I feel very confident in this one. Yeah, and I think Oklahoma State is probably the best team that nobody talks about in college football. Uh, you know, even at even with them ranked number seven, I hear so much more about Michigan and you know Wake Forest and Oklahoma and you know all these other schools in comparison to Oklahoma State. So I mean, I you know I'd love you to win this bet. You know, hopefully o- Oklahoma just loses by three, but I'd like Oklahoma State to get a little more national spotlight. So I think this is you know a game that that could happen. Hopefully you know they just win by three. Uh, I'm gonna go and take a favorite here on the road that I don't. Mathematically, it works out. And I'm going to take Wake at Boston College. Boston College, yeah, they got Phil Jerkovic back, and they're starting to resemble a team we thought they could be preseason. But ultimately, I mean, this is another game, and it sounds like a broken record, but I just don't think they can keep up with Wake. Uh, Wake coming off probably the worst two weeks of their season. So I like this as a bounce back. 
Once again, this is a coach, uh, you know, rumored for the Florida job and the USC job and any other job here, there, and everywhere that's open. So a little distraction, but ultimately at five points, yeah, I'm going to take Wake here. Just let her ride with Sammy Hartman. I almost took this bet as well. So this will for sure be in our parlay because I was Ew. very, very close to taking this. Um, give me Wake all day after that shitty performance against Clemson. So love that. Um, next one for me, I'm taking, here's our, my first over for the day. Um, I'm taking over 57 on Kentucky and Louisville. I mean, these guys, that sounds very easy, very like, easy. <laughs> right? I, I'm sorry, but I, I'm looking at like, wait, like I, this is one of those where you, I missed this game. Like when I was scrolling through, I cleared it because that's, that's, that, that's gotta be an error. That's what I thought. I'm just like, this is these, both of these offenses can put up tons of points. Louisville's on fire right now. Um, Kentucky, just a solid, solid SEC team that, that I think are going to be able to put up points. 57 just seems too low. And I get it. Maybe they're thinking rival game might become a defensive battle. Um, these guys have had defensive battles in the past, but these guys, both these teams against each other have had some shootouts. So um, I'm going to just take it that, man, 57 is just too low. Just too low of a number, man. I mean, I think both of these teams can easily put up 28 points. So um, give me give me the over 57 here. Yeah, I think uh, Wandale might put up 28 by himself. And then yeah. Cunningham on the other side is good for 35. So right there. Yeah. Uh, next game I'm going, this is my uh, pick it with my heart game of the week. And I'm taking the Wisconsin Badgers on the road by seven against the uh, Minnesota. Historically, like last 15 years, I'm pretty sure Wisconsin has won this game like 14 times. I mean, it's domination. And Wisconsin's playing some damn good ball right now. I understand Minnesota's had an inspiring year under P.J. Fleck with all the injuries they have occurred. But ultimately, Wisconsin is just playing truly their best ball of the season. And uh, I don't see a way the Badgers lose this game. And I think it's going to be an easy 10 to 14 point victory. So, uh, yeah, I really like Wisconsin here. That defense is too much. And the offense is finally doing it. Uh, Stop me if you've heard this before, but uh, Braylon Allen is 17 years old, the running back. And he is uh, good. He's really good. Um, He's he's the next one, folks. He he is the next one. Uh, um, Admittedly, did not know much about him until about three weeks ago. Uh, once you started really raving about him and I was just like, all right, I got to just watch this. Literally just went and watched some, uh, some post games. And I was just like, Holy shit. <laughs> I was like, I okay. did it again. All right. Yeah. I don't like, know. Okay. Wisconsin is just building these, you know, these 230 pound running backs around a four, three and a test tube. And it's, yeah, it's a good time. That it's fun. It's a fun time to be alive. So that's fantastic. Um, okay. My next one, I'm taking Pitt at minus 13 at Syracuse. Uh, give me Pickett all day, man. I think that Pickett picks apart the Syracuse defense and I think Pittsburgh just rolls Pittsburgh, you know, fighting in that top 20 area. I think they're up to 17 right now. Um, I think that they just desperately want just for morale to finish in that top 15 for the final, you know, the final two, uh, playoff rankings. I think that they really want to do that for the, the, for the community, for the school, for everything. Um, and also Syracuse, they're fighting for, they are fighting for bowl eligibility, which does scare me a little bit. I think that schools like that in any sort of rival game or anything like that, they come up with a little bit extra juice, but man, they've just looked so bad the last couple of weeks. They got 
dominated by NC State by, I think, 30, 25, 30 points. And then the week before that was the Louisville game where they lost literally 41 to three. Um, I just I just don't see it with Syracuse. I just don't think they're a very good team. I think that Pitt has a very good team. Um, and I know 13 can be a high number, but I kind of just see Pitt running away with this one. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all, uh, especially with, you know, the – Kenny Pickett hype train is now starting to really take off. So this could definitely be a, another statement game for him. Uh, one of the things I've learned as a, we start tracking gambling more often is I like taking bad teams and huge spreads and the poster child for that thought process has been Vanderbilt. Last week I took them against Ole Miss when they were a 35 point dog and they lost by 14. This week, they're a 31-point dog against Tennessee, taking them again. I just don't – this is a Vanderbilt team, and it's kind of like Nebraska. If Nebraska's ever a double-digit dog, take them because they're a super good bad team. Uh, Same thing with Vanderbilt. They're bad. They're real bad, but they're competitive. So they're kind of like the Detroit Lions of the college football world. where Yeah, they're going to lose every week, but, hey, they're going to keep it tight. So, uh, yeah, give me Vanderbilt. I think that spread's just way too big for me, uh, even at Rocky Top. Yeah, so I, I like Vanderbilt here. Just purely trust the process. Yeah. Um, your Vanderbilt was my Kansas early in the year. I won a ton of money early in the year just taking – I mean, they were like 45-point dogs to Oklahoma. Um, I won a huge parlay that weekend with that one. So, I mean – Right, because you see these, like, these huge, these 28, 31, 35 spreads, and you're like, wow – I can't take the favorite in that game and you move on. It's like, well, yeah. Hey, if it's that easy of a, Oh my God, they could never cover that as a favorite. Take the dog. The, uh, take the dog. <laughs> the only like, team if it's that, that easy. I, yeah. The only team I can never be like, I can't take the favorite, but I can't take the dog is when, when it's Alabama, like for some reason, there's something right. about Alabama where my, like, they really probably will win by 55. You know, I'm just that's like, just it. 55, they've, they've done it. They've done it. Cause they do it. Yeah. They do it all the time. And like, that's the one that I just stay away. I I've been burned too often that like, I've just grown as an adult and been like, okay, I just can't bet on this one. Like it's fine. Like and it is, away. it is more fun to bet favorites than dogs, especially in big spreads. Cause you're like, pour it on, just pour it on. Yeah. But uh, you know, you can either have fun or you can make money. And I'd rather make money. Cause that's I, fun for me. It is fun. Um, okay. And then my last one, I'm taking another over and I'm taking over 49 and a half with UTEP and UAB. Both of these offenses can get, get it going. And 50 just seems like a low number to me. Um, we, we've bet on UTEP quite a bit on this podcast. And Shockingly. We, Shocking, <laughs> shockingly a lot, right. For it being UTEP, but I mean, they've, they've made us some money. <laughs> they really have. Um, we've actually won two other bets with UAB as well. This is our third bet with UAB in five weeks that we've been doing this. So, um, yeah, I mean, Hey, I'll return the favor boys. You guys keep winning us money. We'll keep betting with you. So just go and score some points this weekend. Help, help us help you. I can't believe yeah. we didn't get is, I wonder if UT, is UTSA on a buy this week. Usually we usually we find a way to sneak them into the rundown too uh, for uh, some we, reason. So, we try, but man. they're they're not on buy. But they had a weird number, and I'm I think sorry. I think they have like an eleven. It's a yeah, you're right. I think it's a weird yeah, it's weird a weird number. one that I was just like yeah. Oh, not that's right. I it was ten and a half, and it was against North Texas, and I was like. I could see North Texas covering that. Like, I'm just like, 
I could see that. So it was just like, uh, like I don't know. Mason Fine is going to come back out of nowhere and start playing quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, flipping over to the NFL side. I got five. You got four. I'm starting with. All right, let's get let's get silly, folks. It's just right out of the gate. I'm taking the over in the New York Giants Philadelphia Eagles game for two reasons. One, Philadelphia is hot right now. They are hot, 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 hot. If you have Jalen Hurts as your fantasy quarterback, you are thriving right now. So that's on one side. I'm not saying Philadelphia could cover by themselves, not saying they're not gonna. But on the flip side, the New York Giants just fired their offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett. And they haven't announced Freddie Kitchens will be the guy. I think they're doing the committee thing. Listen, no matter what they do, it can't be as bad as Jason Garrett. So by default, the process, it's going to get better. Saquon Barkley will have more than six carries. So for that reason, I'm taking the over just because I got a hot Philly team and I got a Giants team that cannot be worse than they currently are. So I'm just putting a little good faith out there. Little Daniel Jones. Help me out, buddy. Here's the thing. Philadelphia is hot, and not even just this week. Their schedule the rest of the season is asking for everybody to make money off of them. It is the it's, easiest schedule in the NFL remaining. It's like they're it's, five it's, it's and shocking. six right now. Yeah, they're it, five and six right now. They're winning nine games minimum. Like, I could see them winning 10 games because it's so easy. Insane. It's bad. It's insane. So I like this bet a lot. Um, I'm taking the Jags plus one at home against the Falcons. The Falcons just look, I think the Jaguars look bad. The Falcons look much worse. Like they really do. Um, The Falcons all O-line is really bad. And the Jags have actually been getting a ton of pressure this season. And not just this season, but especially the last like three weeks. Um, Even against the Niners last week, that game was just brutal because they had the night the Niners literally had a 20 play 13 minute drive to start the game last week 13 minutes they did not Jaguars offense did not go on the field until two minutes in the first quarter and it was because they Jags had two huge third down stops and both were called on penalties one very questionable one an easy offsides call but um and you know held still held them to a field goal on that drive um, and then they got it. They, they held, they held their own until that second half where it's just, they got too tired. Um, I think that this Jags defense is going to hold them very to very low numbers. I just don't think the Falcons offense is good. And then problem is, is Jags offense just sucks. So that's, that's the problem. So, um, but that's why I kind of like the numbers at one, because I'm like, just pull out the way to pick them. Like that's all you need to do. Uh, I tell you, yeah. man, I wanted to bet this game so bad. And I could not pick what side because I was like, well, Cordell Patterson almost played last Thursday night. So he should play this weekend, you know, against the Jaguars. So I was like, he's worth some points. He's a pretty good player. That offense is differently. He's out there because then they actually have someone they can hand the ball off to and not be dog shit. But at the same time, Jacksonville has started to look a little better. Um, I'm thinking Visca probably gets put back into that uh, Agnew role. Since he's on the IR, of course, as soon as I decide to start him in fantasy, he gets hurt. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. So, Jackson, and you, like you said, and yeah, Josh Allen, the rest of that defensive line have been awesome lately. So, like, I like Jacksonville, but the Falcons just seem to win games they shouldn't and just remain relevant. And it's never fair to come off a game against the Patriots, especially in a national spotlight 
because the Patriots shut everybody down. That's what they, they, they take what you do best and they take it away. So I think there's a lot of overreaction from that game. So I wouldn't be shocked if Atlanta wins, but at the same time, you know, this game is so close that I, I think a pick is fair with this, you know, Jacksonville, a, a one point dog, but uh, yeah, this is, this is a game that scared the hell out of me, but I really wanted to bet it because it's two bad teams. It's like, Oh yes, please. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to very closely follow the public money throughout the week. And then if I'm still tempted come Sunday morning, then I'm going to place a bet. But, you know, right now I'm just going to let, uh, let, let a couple more cards fall. Uh, my, my next game is I'm taking a dog at home here. The Miami Dolphins, winners of three straight, face the buzzsaw. That is Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. These are two teams that have really turned it on lately. Uh, we see Tua has started to push the ball downfield, had a 65-yard touchdown to Mac Hollins this week, and they're starting to get Jalen Waddle more involved, getting us in handoffs, a little wildcat action. He had a rushing touchdown. So I really like Miami in this matchup. I think uh, they've seen Cam Newton quite a bit, especially the last two years, or I'm sorry, excuse me, especially last year when he was with New England. So he's not going to surprise them. They're going to see the quarterback power runs coming. They know what he can do. They know how to defend him. And excuse me, I think Miami shuts him down. I think the Cam Newton Renaissance tour, the reunion here is going to come up short. Teams have, you know, now we see what they're doing. They're running the old playbook. And, yeah, I think Miami shuts it down. The defense has looked really good the last couple weeks. So uh, I like Miami here, especially as a dog. Um, What I'm hoping for is Javon Holland finds a way to just match up with Christian McCaffrey in this game. He's so good. Um, Like, Well, both of them. But Javon Holland is really – He's going to be a problem for other teams. Yeah. yeah, He's good. Yeah, like I just want to see that one-on-one matchup because I think that I think that that's going to decide this game because I think obviously the corners can slow down the wide receivers of Carolina. I think you're right. I think they're going to plan on the rushing of Cam Newton. I think Carolina's defense is pretty damn good itself at times um, that they can slow down Miami, that it really is going to become does Christian McCaffrey have one of those games that he just finds his way into the end zone yep. like two or three times, or do you hold him out and you hold them to field goals? Like that's deciding. And I think, uh, think Jalen Phillips is going to be the Cam Newton guy. Um, because I don't know if you said, you know, Cam Newton, Oh my God, you know, he's just larger than life size of a linebacker run through you. Well, Jalen Phillips is 267 pounds and two weeks ago, he ran down Lamar Jackson. So yeah, I think he's going to be okay against Cam Newton. That's awesome. Love it. I, it, it, I, it, it hit, this game's yeah, super he, exciting. When he beat, when Jalen Phillips beat Lamar Jackson to the corner, I, I got out of my chair because you just don't see that. No, it doesn't happen very often. So, um, and Carolina desperately needs this win. They're, they're a game out of the playoffs right now. They're back in it. Uh, a, a loss here could just devastate their season. So it's going to be a very fun game. We're getting to that point in the year where, these next two to three weeks are going to decide a lot of team seasons and it's going to be fun to watch. So, um, okay. I'm going to take the under here or sorry, no, sorry. The over skipped one. I just told you one, one of those games, but I'm going to take the over 47 for the chargers at the Broncos. Uh, we just saw what the chargers can do, uh, what they just did to the Steelers team. It's was fantastic to watch. It was finally a good game in the NFL last week. It felt like there wasn't very many of them. Um, Sunday night did not disappoint. That game was amazing. 
I could see the Chargers literally putting up 40 points on themselves by themselves, but also I could see Denver running it down the Chargers' throats as well. Is this the Javante Williams breakout game? I kind of feel like it is. I know are a lot gonna, of people have been calling that are they for a give while. Him the ball? <laughs> I don't know, but like I feel like he's going to bust one. Like he's going to get that 50 yard touchdown this week. I just feel it. I don't know if anybody tracks this. And I think we've talked about this in past weeks, but I think Javante Williams might have the most touch long touchdown runs called back in the NFL this year because of like holding or something yeah. stupid. Like it just seems like every week he busts one and they're like, Oh yeah, no, no, no. That 40 yards. That never happened. We're going to move you 10 yep. yards back. Yep. 100%. Uh, so yeah, I like that quite the, a bit. As a Javante uh, Williams owner in fantasy, I can I can relate to that for sure. <laughs> yep, yep. Got him on one of my dynasty teams. Uh, I'm staking with that game, and I'm actually going to take the Chargers at two and a half point favorite on the road over Denver. Like you said, the Chargers are that offense, especially, is really clicking right now. Herbert is playing out of his mind. Did he, was it one incompletion last week? Something ridiculous like that. So, uh, yeah, I love what this offense is doing. I think Denver. They're just, they're just a piece away. You know, obviously they could would love better quarterback play, and I think they get it come next season. But for right now, it just seems like something is just a little off. And I don't know if it's because Von Miller's not in the locker room anymore or what, but you're right. Uh, you know, they're just – something tells me like they're just a little bit away, and the Chargers right now are so hot. So, yeah, I'm right there. I love the over in this game, and I do like the Chargers at two and a half. Perfect. Okay. Now here's my under. I'm going to take the under 46 for the Ravens and Browns game. I know these guys had the epic Monday night game towards the end of last year, 40 points each. It was the game of the year. It was awesome. I'm going to say this is back to a classic AFC North showdown, just Ground and pound game for both teams. It's like, hey, what team can get to 17 points first and we're going to win? Baker's looking really bad. That whole offense is looking bad. He's calling out fans like a child because he can't handle the heat, even though he says that's what he's there for. Uh, Ravens, I love Tyler Huntley playing, former Ute. It looked great. It sounds like Lamar's going to be back, which you love to see. Love watching Lamar, but... I think that him missing that time might hurt them. The, the team might be a little bit off to start the game, and I think it's just going to be a slow start. I could see this being a first quarter that ends 0-0, 3-0, or something like that, and it's just going to be all these under betters are going to just be super happy knowing that, okay, there would have to be a crazy second half um, for this to get over. So I'm taking the under. Give me an AFC bruiser. Yeah, and that's a pretty low – over under to start with um i'd be interested i don't know if hollywood practiced yet this week hollywood brown wide receiver for the ravens but uh you know he also missed the game last weekend so i think if him and lamar are back you could probably wait and this will might balloon up to like 48 48 and a half for but sure. uh i'm right there with you. Sure. this definitely anytime these two teams play i think that the uh the shootout is definitely the anomaly not the trend so this could be big afc north uh bruiser football uh, two other teams that are going to run the heck out of the ball this weekend are the Minnesota Vikings and the San Francisco 49ers. I'm taking Minnesota as a three-point uh, three dog on the road. And, uh, man, Minnesota might be the best bad team in the NFL or the, the worst good team. It depends. 
I don't know. I got to eat a little crow because I gave Kirk Cousins a lot of shit earlier, and uh, I was almost right last week because he threw an interception that didn't happen. And uh, then uh, Minnesota went on to win the game. I think they're going to ride this hot streak. I like them to go into San Francisco and get the dub here uh, in an upset. And uh, I just want to mention, I I told this to my buddy, because obviously I live in Packer country. And if every team would have just known enough that when you're down by two or a tie game with a minute left and you have the ball, don't score. Just kneel it twice and kick a field goal. Never give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers. Like your choices are overtime or you win. That's it. Do not put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hand with less than two minutes left in the game, folks. Okay. I told him, I told my buddy, I said, hey, you know, the Packers would probably have 20 less wins the last five years. And he goes, yeah, but nobody knows that. Like, well, they do now. Minnesota finally cracked the code. And hey, shout out Minnesota. Monkey off the back. You got a kicker to hit a game-winning field goal. Good for you. There's a lot of good mojo right now with the Vikings. I'm going to keep it rolling with them and take them on the road in San Francisco. This game, I was leaning back and forth each way. I was like, I was like, I think my brain tells me Minnesota, but like my heart kind of tells me San Francisco. San Francisco should be better. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think so, uh, I don't, I don't have the stat in front of me, but I think the 49ers are like historically bad at home. Like they haven't won a home game in, you know, in Levi stadium or whatever they're calling it now in like a year and a half. Like it's a lot. Cause they were playing in Arizona a little bit last year. They haven't won a yep. home game in a long time. So that's worth insane. noting. That is insane. It is. It is worth noting. So, um, okay. My last bet of the week, I'm taking, I was like, well, I know what? I have not done a single Thanksgiving game because, again, they're all trash, but I'm going to take one. Um, I'm going to take Buffalo at minus four and a half against the Saints. Um, Saints just, they just don't look like a very good team offensively. I, I know Kamara is most likely going to play this week. He's not going to want to miss Thanksgiving game, and that changes the offense dramatically, but I think the Bills are going to start taking it personal that everybody's now saying they're the second best team in the AFC East and their window is already closed after one well, they're, season. Um, they're the barely Patriots. a playoff team right now. They are they're like the seventh seven seed. seed right now. They are. Yeah. So right now, pat on the back to me right now, if the season ended right now, I would have six of the seven right on the AFC. The only one different is I had the Browns instead of the Bengals. That's the only thing wrong. Um, I had the Patriots making the playoffs. Um, I had the Chargers. Um, I actually had, uh, if you didn't listen to it, I had the, I have Bill's chargers in the AFC championship game. Ooh. I had that before the season started and I, and I and would I like to, still. I would I, like to preemptively take the over in that game. Yeah. Yeah. It's already the over. I don't <laughs> care what the number is, <laughs> um, but going back to this game, um, I think Buffalo, I think their offense finally gets clicking. It's been, it's been weird. Is it a Josh Allen regression? Is it a offense is just not timed? Well, I don't know what it is, but I think that even against a very tough saints defense, I think that they pull out this win by more than four points. Did you see after the Colts game, I don't know if it was Xavier Rhodes or Kenny Moore, maybe I think it was Kenny Moore. Anyway, one of the Colts corners, was laughing after the game when they said, you know, hey, what adjustments did you make to stop Josh Allen? And he says, he goes, all we did was we disguised it. We played cover two. He goes, he never saw it coming. 
They said we, we, we showed Yikes. man, we played cover two. We showed cover three, we played cover two. We played, you know, we showed, they just played cover two the whole game. And I, I kind of thought that was funny. But uh, my last game, and this is the one, Therese, I texted you before the episode. I said, hey, just so you know, I took the game you were scared to. I said, don't, don't feel bad. I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll get the red box here Thursday night. But, folks, you can clip this one. It's happening. On Thursday, the Detroit Lions are covering three and a half at home against the Chicago Bears and trees. I think they're going to win. They're going to pull it out. I think they're going to win simply because I won't accept a reality that I don't get to see Dan Campbell eat this huge ass Turkey leg on national TV. <laughs> that's fair. I didn't even think of that, but that's what that let's do it. And yeah, I mean, I'm going to make an image of it right now. I just, I just Detroit, it's so hard to go 0-16 or 0-17 in the NFL, even with a tie. Yep. It's so hard to go the entire season without a win. And we're looking at a Chicago Bears team that Matt Nagy is literally coaching for his job. It came out today that he was fired already. It's just they're not making it official until after Thanksgiving. And then he came out and denied it. Well, no kidding. We had chance at, the I think, the Blackhawks game for fire Nagy. I mean, the whole town is calling for this dude's head, and now Andy Dalton's playing. There's an outside chance Jared Goff plays quarterback for Detroit. I don't think it matters because I don't think they're going to give either Timmy Boyle or Jared Goff a chance to throw the ball more than 15 times. I think it's going to be DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams all day. And, hey, you know what? Start putting T.J. Hawkins in a fullback and get him some carries. I saw, I think it was Ball State, maybe Arkansas State. One of the MAC teams playing tonight had a 95-yard touchdown run from a fullback. Let's see that shit from Detroit. Why not? I mean, they have nothing to lose. I just I just feel like it's got to happen. And for Detroit, if it's going to happen, Thanksgiving is your day. Okay? It's we your need, day. We need some kind of highlight besides Barry Sanders from 30 years ago. Okay. Give Detroit something to be happy and thankful about on Thanksgiving. It's your day. So Detroit, I'm let's ride. Let's ride. So I had them winning one game this year. I actually tweeted to you earlier this week, the Falcons game day after yep. Christmas. That was the one yep. I circled that I'm like, that's the one win. And, and not only do they win, they win by double digits. I think that that's the Woo-hoo. game they go in and, yeah, and I'll and I'll call that shot when that happens, even if they win this week. But I'm all let's ride it. Let's go, Detroit. Let's go. Cause I also want to see Dan Campbell with a huge he will double fist turkey legs. Oh one thousand yeah. percent. Oh god. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm um, in. I am I love in. It. Whoa, what's that? I clicked something on the spreadsheet. Uh so yeah, no, I really like it. Like, <laughs> I don't think we should put it in a parlay, but I really like no. Detroit this weekend. I just don't want to ruin our weekend on Thursday. Thousand percent. I'm not letting that happen for sure. So okay. So here's the problem. I don't know if we have enough. Surprisingly, I don't know if we have enough overs right now. We have one over, two over, three overs, four. Five. We have legit five overs in Perfect. our bets. Perfect. So I mean, you are going to so sweat the entire Giants Philadelphia game. I can't wait. That's going to be the one yes. that just makes everybody sweat. Uh huh. Uh huh. So okay. So I'm going to hurry and fill these out real quick. So we got 
three college overs. We have UTEP UAB over 49 and a half. We have over 57 with Kentucky Louisville. And then we have the Egg Bowl over 61 with Ole Miss and Mississippi State. In the NFL, we're going to go the over 47 in the Chargers-Broncos game. And then, like you just mentioned, we will do the over 46 with the Giants-Philadelphia game. So this is great because I think we actually have games. Do we have a game every day of the week? I was just about to say, I'm pretty sure Kentucky-Louisville is Friday. And if it is, we have one literally one, you know, we have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's beautiful. That would, that is beautiful. I don't, I'm, I'm, and this is great podcasting. I understand that, but I, I can't remember if the S the Kentucky one is I'm checking it right now to see what day it is. Oh, it's Saturday as well. Never mind. I don't, I don't think we have anything Friday. What about, what about UTEP UAB? When's that game? Um, Checking now. Once again, I am just so glad that we could come together. And that is a Friday game. UTEP UAB is Friday, November twenty sixth. There we 26th. go. There we go. Perfect. So we do have a Friday game. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. That's going to be great. That is going to be great. Okay. All right. Now we get to the tough one. Now we're doing our five team parlay. Anything goes. We obviously are taking Ohio State at minus eight because we both had that on our card. Other than that, it is. It's pure whatever we want. We got four more to go. Is there anything that stands out to you on your card that you were like, yes? I'm fighting every urge to whisper Detroit three and a, three and a half. Um, on the college side, I honestly, my two favorite games are probably Vandy at 31 and then Wisconsin as a seven point favorite between those two games. Probably Vanderbilt. Honestly, like it is just such a big spread, Treese. It is. That, mm. I'm I mean, good with it because I like it. Okay. All right. Let's throw them on. Uh, What do you like on your card? Because obviously we have the Ohio state uh, eight point favorite going to Michigan as a, uh, as a joint game. So that's, that's by default on. Totally. Uh, I, we know we're staying away from the Oregon state game. We already know that. Um, I can respect your opinion on Oklahoma state. So we can stay away from that. Um, Which is great because, because I like the pit one the best anyways already. So pit at minus 13. I like that pit game and then we'll fill in with the NFL. Uh, I know we didn't talk about it, but you know, we did do a little more college than NFL, a three, two split on the five team parlay this week, because we have been pretty hot in college. So we're, we're favoring that just a little bit and fading the NFL. Uh, Plus the NFL lines this week are tough. Uh, I don't, there's not a lot of great lines, especially with, you know, Thursday, anything can happen on a short week and uh, Kansas city is on a buy and a couple other teams. So yeah, the lines are tough this week in the NFL. They are. Um, here's the problem is, I, I, and obviously I feel comfortable enough that they're on my card. So I'm like, great, but I'm like, there's something about like putting it on the parlay that I like want to feel like as confident as possible on. Um, I feel, I think that we're both pretty confident in the chargers at two and a half. Yes. I'm looking at yeah, both of our cards. You're sure. like looking for games that when we were talking that I think we felt pretty good about. I think the chargers at two and a half, we felt good about. Um, I agree. And then I'll let you pick the last game. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> I'll take the easy one. Now you shit. figure it out. Oh, I don't know. Cause like, I'm, I'm trying not to put the Jags in there. Cause I just don't want to play with my heart that much. 
Um, that 46 number is just low. So I'm worried there that like, I, I think you have a valid point that it might raise. And the, if Hollywood plays and Lamar plays, there is a better chance, but I just kind of feel like that's going to be a low do scoring we, game. Do you want to just double dip on the charger Denver game? And just do the over on that one as well. Yeah. I mean, there's no rules. We can, we can bet the same game. No, we, we totally can. Um, I know it's a lot to ride on one game. It is. Yeah. It's like, okay, dominate. And, but you want to know what? I'm just trying to think here. I'm honest. And I know we're trying to do what I think I feel way more confident at wake minus five than any of my, than any of my NFL games. Okay. Well, that's fine. Throw it in. I mean, the the goal isn't to do a three, two split. The goal is to win. To, so let's to win money. I agree. Right. So throw it, throw in. So we'll go four college okay. games, one NFL game. I swear to God, Chargers, yeah, if you screw it. this up, if you if we finish I, Saturday, you know, four out of five legs in clear, and then the Chargers like just come out and shit the bed, I will not ever say another nice thing about them. Ever. Yeah, Justin Herbert. I was so nice to you during pre, all the draft stuff. I'm not going to be nice anymore. Like that's what it's going to come down to. Brian State or Brandon Staley, I chose you to be coach of the year before the season started. Not anymore. If you if you do not pull this game out, that's what it comes down I'm, to. I'm not one to make threats, but if they don't cover this spread, they're dead to me. They're absolutely. So, okay. All right. So going over that one more time again, Ohio State minus eight, Vandy plus 31, Pitt minus 13 at Syracuse, Chargers minus two and a half at the Broncos, Wake minus five at BC. I feel good. I, yeah, I feel good. I like it. it. I think everybody should put their house on uh, Detroit to cover three and a half Thursday. And then when you double your life assets, you can run this parlay and it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be great. Everybody will love it. Your wives or or spouses or husbands, if you're a female that's betting, like your husbands will love it. Like it doesn't matter. And um, um, please send all complaints to at Justin Treese on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, appreciate that. Um, actually, just do the talking football, um, talking football one. Yeah, that's so this fine. was actually I'll, this is actually I'll, Austin's I'll idea to uh, to to bet yeah. on Detroit. So, hundred um. percent. Uh, perfect so okay um hope you all have a great holiday weekend enjoy thanksgiving enjoy being with the family enjoy watching football and that's really about it you got anything else no i'm good uh yeah you know enjoy the holiday spend some time with your family try not to eat too much turkey if you do catch a great nap and uh yeah yeah let's win some games um and pro tip move here because everybody loves the sandwich is like the days after right like everybody loves that if get the roll uh make a garlic butter put your turkey um down do some bacon and then put it in the traeger and do and then some avocado turkey bacon avocado sandwiches from the traeger day after you're welcome uh so we just found out there's like six people coming to Thanksgiving now because we've had some like some health issues and stuff. Uh, my wife's aunt made 10 pounds of mashed potatoes oh. for six people. That's a lot. That's a yeah. lot of mashed potatoes. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, a yeah. lot of mashed potatoes. <laughs> so, Good luck so with just that. <laughs> think about that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right, everybody. We appreciate y'all. And tonight we've been talking football.